them that in this episode 26 season two we are back and i'm joined i'm joined with my old friend matt maybe you remember him maybe you don't he was on episode 16 he was talking about his religion and now today he's talking about his addiction to pornography pornography <clears throat> now for the average person for me for you maybe it's something we look at once or twice a week we get off and we're done with it but for Matt, it was much more. Porn ruled his world. It was ruling it. You know, he, was the, he talks about six-hour sessions, how it affected his relationships, how he felt after those six-hour sessions, and how he got away from porn, how he was scared out of it, actually, by someone, by, I don't know, someone in some friend group or something. Ah, you can listen, you'll find out. Anyway, then that and this, we're back. Season two. Here's Matt. Yalla. Welcome. You were or you are addicted to porn, pornography. Wow, that's a, that's a big question, man. Um, I don't know. I I I would say this. I uh, I watched a fair bit and I realized um, it's definitely detrimental. So I um, I endeavored to like not watch it at all and uh, I've had uh, successful periods of months I'd, pro- I'd probably say four months wow I've done four months here four months there and but yeah I think four months or five months is my maximum so far but, but you uh, you said it was an addiction like I messaged you and went, and were you addicted to porn and you say like I think at one time I was like addiction is a big thing like you're addicted to cigarettes when you're smoking like a pack a day, or you're addicted to like coffee when you're when you're drinking multiple cups. So like, was there a point in your life where like porn was just a very big thing for you? You know, like very big. You know. Well, it w- there was one point in life where I was kind of really low, and uh, I think, it, but it w- it's also a habit. It's hard to distinguish, like. Uh, I remember it was one period in the summer where it was like almost every, almost every evening it was like it was just there. I was just like it was just like uh, I don't know uh, maybe with people for with cigarettes it was just like how old were right, you? Well, the, um, like early twenties. Um, uh-huh. So um, yeah, it's um, I think it's destroying a lot of things. First of all. It's um well, one of my friends uh, is writing a book on pornography, but he's also saying that uh, he thinks that masturbation itself is bad because of uh, you lose energy with ejaculation basically and nutrients all the and all that stuff. So you could be said that you're you know you're losing some things, and I think that could be argued from. Uh, you know, biological standpoint, and he's got some uh, references to prove it in his book and all that. So, what's his name? What's the name of the book? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's not out. It's not out yet. So, but uh, he gave me like a manuscript, uh, and I was kind of reading it a bit, and I was like, "Yeah, this this uh, this is good." You know, I uh, 
and he's gonna p- probably publish it soon. So uh, yeah, when I did like you, that kind uh, of things. When did you first uh, masturbate? Do you remember? Like, like. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Like I'll share my uh, stories if you share yours. Like what? When, when, when do you remember? Like the first time? Man, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say it, man. <laughs> Come on, like it's no big deal. Like, uh, like not a lot of people listen to the podcast. Not a lot of people that we mutually know. You don't have to share this on your page if you don't want to. But like, I want to get into the discussion. You know, like I want to get into it. Like and right, it's okay, right. no shame. You know, we're two guys talking. You know, we have a listening yeah, well, audience I'd, pricking up the ears outside. I think I was uh, I was young. Must have been. Uh, well, I would say first time when I like consciously like kind of know what I was doing because of a classmates mention it and stuff. Probably thirteen. Do you remember what you were looking at? Like, what's what caught your eye, nah, or was it just imagination? I, I, don't know. I think it was just imagination. Um, and then, but uh, it it's mm-hmm. sorry. No, no, go on, go on, keep going. But I, I don't think it's. Uh, I think it's even more ingrained in the culture now. Like, imagine for sure growing up in a time where when broadband internet is at your fingertips at thirteen years old. I can't imagine what that does to to a young person's brain nowadays if you get like really addicted to it and stuff like that wow just now like, wow like i think about when i first started the first time i i masturbated i actually came i guess no the first time i masturbated i was 14 before that i i you know i wouldn't uh i didn't really know how to masturbate i didn't know what it was and i kind of just figured it out by accident in my bed and I remember I'd watch like these Girls Gone Wild infomercials at like midnight. Do you know what Girls Gone Wild is? Uh, no. It's like this like this VHS set that was out like in the in the like 2000 and at night, to, and it'd be just like college girls like flashing their their tits and their ass, and like you know like they'd have Girls Gone Wild campus whatever and Girls Gone Wild Caribbean vacations. You know, like spring break, blah, blah, blah. They'd have like these infomercials on it showing like little cuts of the videos. And I remember I just like watched that, like, like have like this raging heart on and just watch it. But like, like I, you know, I didn't know how to masturbate then. So I just like look at it and like just have a heart on. And then one day I was looking <laughs> at a double XL magazine, which is this hip hop magazine. It's a hip hop magazine, just about rap. Yes. But in the back of the magazine, they have advertisements for like, uh, I don't know what the fuck phone phone sex advertisements, which is probably isn't a thing anymore. And I remember there was like this picture of like this black girl dressed up in a schoolgirl outfit or like a teacher with like a ruler and like her ass was showing. And like, I guess I was just like touching myself while looking at it and bam, it was like the first, it was like a sensation. It was like a, it was like I came and it was like, it was like a, a, a new sensation. And then from then I was like, you know, we had like stupid dial-up internet and there was no privacy. We had like a home computer. It's like back then it was like just magazines, you know, like People magazine, fucking yeah, hip-hop yeah. magazines, whatever, man. And like that was my first like masturbation. And to think how tame that is compared to like what kids are seeing now on the internet is crazy, you know? Yeah, I, I once met this um, girl in a in a Catholic hostel of all places, and she told me that uh, 
one of her first experiences was a she must have been really young but the guy you know or the boy or whatever he must have been because they were both probably the same age yeah they were um <laughs> you know you know how in porn they like um uh kind of force blowjob kind of thing uh, yeah and, yeah and uh yeah, and then she and that was one of her first experiences. I'm like, wow, that's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, it's you know up, that, sure. that because that's that's how they learn. It's like, um, but I don't think it's necessary to, to to watch porn at all. All you need to do is um, literally um, open a page of just like. Uh, basic sex book and just in two pages it will explain everything that's all you need to know and from there you can explore you just don't need porn to like explain all the intricacies of you know where no you don't need that even if it's like um you know naturalistic porn or whatever nah i'm still against it i'm against it (laughs) well it's obviously not a good thing in society but like has your has your porn addiction has it has it caused you to have trouble in relationships at all like or has it had, has it caused you to have trouble getting into relationships um no well not getting into relationships but um i remember there was one point in time where i thought um well this is complicated because i was really um I wasn't wanting to have uh, sex with her yet, and she was really adamant. And then, um, because I was uh, so inexperienced, uh, I thought uh, for a while that I had ED, which is like erectile, what do you call it? Um, Erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction, right. So I thought I had that. So (laughs) I remember I told her, maybe part of my motivation was that to delay the sex, you know, to, well, at that time I was like, you know, I was kind of um, more straight edge with, with sex. And I was like, um, I wanted to, uh, delay it further. So I, um, I thought maybe I'm, maybe it's not functioning properly. Cause sometimes, cause I, cause I don't know, I would compare myself uh, to, cause I was in my mid, 20s i guess yeah i would compare myself to being 15 and at 15 you're always like you know you're always hard you're ready to go or when you're 18 or 20 uh but at that time i wasn't so i thought oh no maybe maybe porn is affecting me in a negative way and then i started researching it online you know and well, then yeah. i found out about that that porn can affect you and that so i was like oh no maybe i have that and i told her then that maybe I thought maybe I have AD, and then she um, she was upset. She cried. <laughs> wow, <laughs> she cried. Now I think it like here's one thing I've I've noticed about masturbation in general. Yeah. You know, it definitely kills your will. Like it kills your will to go out there and make things happen. Because I could tell you, I I went like long periods without masturbation, and I'm like an animal. You know, I'm like an animal out there. Like I'm like looking around. I'm like, you know, I want something and I want it now. But after you jerk off, like, you know, it's like if you're like jerking off in like a a routine way, it's like you could just go out there and it's like ah, you don't really give a fuck about anything. You know, you're just like sitting there, kind of just like like uh, like yeah, it's a pretty girl you see her, but you you're missing that like animal lust. 
because you've given it all to the hand, you know? Yeah, don't give it to the hand. It's fucked up. Or, or give it less and less. I think, um, I think you're right. I think right now, I'm almost like a month and a half without ejaculation, so... I'm experimenting with that, so I I think it's good for uh, for making things happen, like you said. And I think everybody, every man, should experiment with that because um, you don't know what you're missing until you you actually experiment with yourself and yeah. and not masturbate. I think that's very important, or at least cut out pornography because my personal belief system is that pornography has a um, you know how music has some music is said to have a negative energy, like yeah. heavy metal and stuff. I think I, pornography is the same thing. It's the same thing. I feel same like thing as gangster it, rap music. I love gangster rap music. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. But I feel like I right. feel like I feel like uh, something like pornography is like a. It's kind of like a. Like a placebo or something, you know? Like it just a, like it, it's like a handicap for like something that's real, you know? Or not a handicap. It's like a it, it's it's like un, it's like non-alcoholic beer or something, you know? I I don't know. I think it's worse than that. I, I know. Think I it's mean, for sure. Full on, full on, thirty percent alcohol and. Uh, you get drunk fast and then in a few hours you want more i think it's really i don't know it's okay i i was i would that's a a bad example well, okay. all right so it's like it's like eating like a a vegetarian burger you know it's like there's the real meat over there but you got you're not you know like this vegetarian oh. burger is like good enough i guess so like why go out and actually get the real burger i guess kind of Right. Yeah, vegetarian yeah. burgers are probably really bad. Yo, know, it could fuck you up. I think so. Um, really? Have you ever tried vegan cheese? Oh, that's uh, that's some really untasty cheese, man. I've tried it. I've tried it on like ve- vegan pizzas. It was like okay. Um, but we have to talk about your addiction, Matt. Like, what kind of porn were you looking at? Like, what was this porn that you were looking at? <laughs> was it was it regular basic vanilla porn? Or were you like into the dark side, you know? Okay, here's what happens. And this is, I think, uh, not only true for me, but true for other people. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it depends how much you watch. Now, I am fortunate that I've had a long period where I didn't watch anything. So yeah. the progression. But I noticed that whenever I go back, it starts off where it left left off, where I left off. But Where did you leave off? Usually, where did you leave off? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's okay. okay. So this is anything goes podcast. Like, like you could say whatever you want. Like, it's fine. I think it started with like normal, what you would consider really normal, like girls as far as really like thin, um, um, like. Like just cute girls, pretty girls, sexy girls. Pretty pretty girls and all that. But then um, through the years, I think I went into different kinds, like uh, different shapes. Like uh, I went more into like some older and also uh, sometimes also, well, a lot of times also the the BBW, what they call big, beautiful women. And wow. uh, I was uh, 
Yeah. Because uh, you know what it is? It's like if you keep watching the same kind of thing, it's like it's really exciting at first, but then it's like not as exciting anymore. It's almost like if you watch the the first Matrix too many times and then you're like... Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like it's a great movie, but I've seen it like... 57 times so you watch you know, the matrix part two then you watch part three you know and yeah, yeah you watch something you watch something different and and yeah. then it's more um you know then it's more enjoyable you watch some you, you watch lord of the rings and it's i think it's the same with a pornography and um you know i have to tell you i was once um in a in a meeting it didn't have to do with pornography but it sort of dealt with with it in a way, and um, uh, in that meeting, I shared that I had, uh, you know, trouble with pornography and all that, and mm-hmm. you know, and it was embarrassing because the in the meeting that I shared it, this <laughs> is is kind of embarrassing to share, but um, I shared it in a meeting where the lady that was renting the house, well, it, it would be okay for me to share because she was there, and I shared this. But the lady that was renting basically the the first floor of her house to me, yeah, and I shared about my uh, um, on and off pornography, you know, <laughs> yeah. watching, binging, and uh, and she was there, and I was like, uh, you know, I felt I felt proud of myself for sharing it, but I also felt embarrassed because she was there, and I. I just share that, and uh, I later actually apologized, and she's like, "No, it's fine. You don't have to apologize for that." Um, sorry, like, I went on an attention. What no, was I talking it's about? It's fine. <laughs> like yo, but like you, you said you were into BBWs. Okay. Yes. So okay, um, I wanted to basically uh, a guy approached me after that meeting, and he told me, "Yeah, you better get this under control, or otherwise you're gonna get into." I know guys that have gone into pedophilia as a result of that addiction and i was like well that really scared me that was like the first inkling when when somebody um because I, I wasn't aware of this but he linked he basically linked to me that heavy pornography addiction can lead to pedophilia or I, at least pedophilia consumption of porn um, i mean it makes and, sense eventually going like you know you get further into the path but like did you get further than bbws did you go further than that um, like in these BBW videos, what were the BBWs doing? Was it just fucking BBWs or was it doing like some kind of BBW crushing kink shit? You know, I was never into like the violence stuff. I didn't like, uh, uh, no blood. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was, that was, uh, have you ever heard? No, no. Have you ever been with the BBW in real life? Um, yeah. How one was time. it? Um, it, it was good. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, w- it was not, it was not what I expected. It, w- it was, it's, it's a lot of good and maybe, maybe too much for me. Because, <laughs> uh, like, it's one thing to, like, really, um, be excited with somebody on video but then i don't know in real life you you have to deal with 
real physics. It's not like oh, in, in you know, in the movies where because porn is like a, the movies almost. It's like oh, everything goes like the guy lasts like half an hour, and you know, it's it's amazing. But in real life, you know, you probably experience this. It's not like that. It's, yeah, of course not. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but but it was good. I um, it. Yeah, I enjoyed myself, and she enjoyed herself, so <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <sighs> Matt, come on. You have to tell me more about your addiction. You have to tell me more. There has to be more than this. Um, it, well, you know what it is. It's, it's the hours spent watching that I kind of regret now looking back. Because I'm sure there's been... Um, there's been uh, sessions where I had where I was, where I was on for an hour, um, but there was also sessions where I was on for two hours, three hours. Wow! And probably the longest was, I don't know. I would say what's the I longest? I would say more than six hours. That's a long six time. hours in a row. Um, six. I, I would say there was a couple of times where I did that wow. for that amount of time. How and many for, orgasms did you have in that in that six hours? Um, I don't know. I like, uh, take a guess. Don't mean estimate. There was, there was days when I did like, uh, probably four or five. That's not too bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's not too bad. Are you yeah. done? Are you competing? You've done more. And like, in, if I go back to like my teenage years, I swear to God, I, there's been like definitely more in a day. Really? Especially like in teenage years, like you talk to like fifteen, sixteen-year-old Michael. I think there are times where you went like probably ten times in a day. You know, not on porn, but like what? maybe like some ten. on porn and like some on like you know, just imagination. Fucking Macy's catalog, you know. <laughs> Kmart ten times, Michael. Ten times. Yeah, yeah. You know that that, like I said, that's not good for you <laughs> for your. Loss of you know nutrition and all that you know you lose vitamins. I you, know. You, oh, oh, this um, this is a weird segue, but I remember I watched this video on on this woman, um, this vegan, and she drank um, she drank like uh, I don't know how much semen in a day. Like she mm-hmm. got a supplier. Yeah. I was like, no, this is this is this is a weird woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, what like so she's getting like a lot of nutrients and vitamins in her. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, that's why um, a lot of what do you call uh, you know uh, the term simps like uh, guys that are really kind of weak and all that. Yeah, they are, I've heard of this. Invariably, a lot of them uh, consume a lot of porn because they are um depleted of uh not just nutrients but all the stuff that uh, i think excessive masturbation does that's just my theory i'm just kind of expounding on that there's definitely a difference for it people yes um yeah that when you you know there's a difference when you're when you're doing it and when you're not there's a definite when you're not you're like on you're like on you know it's like you it's like you're superman or something you know yeah yeah, just that's what I'm. If 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 anybody gets, if any guy gets anything out of this, is just experiment without um, masturbation and watching porn for at least a month. See what happens. Yeah, I mean, just two weeks. Semen retention. 
I, I went like, yeah, I might even talk about porn, just masturbation. I went like two weeks without doing it, like during the quarantine. And uh, I felt I felt wild, you know, I felt crazy, but like in a good way, you know. That's good. That's good. Two weeks. You're getting there. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a casual masturbator now. Like, you know, like, like I could go like a whole week without doing it, then maybe go like a couple times in a weekend, you know, or like I could go like a couple days, not not do it, but then like maybe you know I'm bored, so I'll jerk off, you know. I think like that's not bored. so bad, you know. Right. Yeah. I think it's so destructive, like, because uh, uh, I used to relate to feeling down to like needing to watch porn and stuff like that and uh, it's still the temptation when I'm yeah and when I'm feeling down is is to watch it so I have to do something else otherwise it's uh, yeah it's because uh, you know it's a habit and it's also like uh, you associate that with with being something good and like you know euphoric so you like uh, and and you like I said, for me, uh, I lose, I lost track of time as well, and like I forgot about problems during that time. So sure. I don't know. Maybe it was an addiction for me, but uh, it was. Uh, thankfully, it was periodic. But it was, um, yeah, I. Uh, I do regret it, and I wish I wish somebody told me like uh, years ago that it was. Uh, it could go, it could go bad really Six fast. Hours. So. Like that's like a, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah yeah all right like you know people who are like nothing against like the gaming community like video game players but like when I hear about people playing video games for six hours that's insanity to me when I hear them playing like for four hours that's crazy I think if I was playing video games I could go two hours at the most two hours you know yeah maybe we're um, maybe I'm more of an addictive personality because for video games I've played I've had days where I played 14 hours multiple days in a row. You don't feel guilty? No. It was like, uh, usually I did it when it was like holidays or or there were days as well when I, every day when I come back from school, I would play video games from like 2 p.m. right up to like 2 in the morning and then go to sleep and wake up, go to school and uh, come back from school and repeat it all over again. Wow. Wow, I know, crazy. That is, you know what? I think I have like somewhat of an. I think I'm addicted to coffee. I only drink. <laughs> I only drink two cups a day, but let me tell you, I wanted to drop coffee this week. It was my goal. Like I want to, I want to have like a diet where I for like four months. This is my goal: no gluten, no sugar, no dairy. So coffee naturally had to go. And for the for two days, I felt like I was going insane. The worst headaches of my life, cold sweats, you know, heartbeat going all crazy, nausea. So I decided like to make one cup of coffee the, a day the exception. Like this is like the one thing where I could break the diet. Because, I mean, it's like crack. Like I was going insane without that coffee. I was going crazy. Hmm. So Michael, tell me about Okay, so you said you, you watch porn from time to time. So what, what is your kind of... Um, did you start to deviate as well from the normal kind to... Or like, is it just like people that watch a lot? I'm going to be honest with you. Never in my life have, has, have I been like interested in like the normal kind of porn. 
Um, <laughs> never. Okay. Never in okay. my life. Um, I, I, I've always been into BDSM. Like, that's what I like. You know? What? Yeah. BDSM? Yeah. Wow. You know I'm what BDSM is. Michael. You are? Oh. Like, that's what I like. Like, I, I, I interviewed the Dominatrix. That was my last episode, you know? And, like, uh, okay. yeah, I've okay. had experiences in it. And it's like, uh, it's like what I like. You know, I like the control. I like a little bit of pain. You know, I like, like, a little bit of craziness. And a little bit of disgust, you know? <laughs> and, um, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's... Uh... And no, that's that's a no for me. I, I I I had periods when I like um, I I would like look at it a little bit, but I was like, nah, nah, I uh, I shall avoid that. It all goes back to my childhood, and I don't mind being oh, open on the podcast. Okay, you know, it, everything you're into goes back to something. You know, like I'm sure you you had something with the fat girl back when you were a kid, and that's why you got into BBW porn. I don't know. See, when I was a Maybe. kid. When I was like three years old, you know, I was in the, I was somewhere, I was playing in the park or something. I had to be, I had to be like four, five years old at the most, not three. And, and, uh, you know, there's this girl and she sat on my face like this kid. And that like changed the scope of my sexual world. That was the first time (laughs) I remember being turned on at five years old. I got turned on because this girl sat on my face and it gave me a huge like, like a face sitting and ass fetish that I've always had all my life since like now. And, and like, that's mostly what, that's where I started masturbating to like just face sitting, like girls just sitting on guys' faces. Wow. That, yeah. That, that I, confirms the theory that a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of uh, porn is, is basically your early child, either experiences or trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't give a fuck about, like, uh, like, of course I enjoy conventional sex. But, like, when it came to, like, masturbation, it was never the thing. Never. Never. You know? Hmm. But, yeah, that's not... Uh... Okay, the first time I was really... Uh... I think the sexual fantasy started kind of early for me. But uh, I remember this one time when I was probably eight and um, I, ha- I had that kind of argument with a girl and she kind of, she almost kicked me in the balls. But the way she kicked me was like her um, her leg was resting on my crotch in a way. Uh-huh. I don't know how she got it. And then I somehow got turned on by that at age eight. And I was That's like, wow. fine. That's normal. That's completely normal. And I also remember a scene uh, in a Batman where um, the Catwoman, Mike, Michael Keaton, I think. Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton and yeah. um, with that, what's her name? Anyway, Michelle she was Pfeiffer. a Catwoman, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, and she was on top of him. And then that, I remember that's the first movie scene that kind of turned me on. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> nah, she you was know. hot in that movie for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I don't know if you call BDSM the dark side. I don't. I just think it's a way of life. But, um, I mean, but, it okay. depends on you, So, on you never you deviated. You never deviated from that. You never I guess went I, into I, something Like, what, what, 
no, everything I'm into is in the realm of like BDSM. Like, what would be more like what what would what would you say is like? No, I, I don't look at like a, I'm not a pedophile pedophile. So like, I'm not looking at like kids or anything like that, you know. But like, everything's in the realm of BDSM that I look at generally. Right. Okay. Well, well what but I I'm, sh- um... I'm sure for you that would be like a deviant thing, like from the to the dark side, you know. Like it's okay yeah, if you think so. It's okay. I don't mind. Um, I, yeah. For some reason, I w- was never really into that. I I saw because like I, I saw those videos where a woman was like chained up and like spanked and stuff like that. I was like, uh, this seems kind of uh, I don't know, turn off ish for me. So yeah. I I would just kind of avoid it. Um, but another thing that this kind of um. If you, especially if you watch a lot of pornography, it progresses into. So, it used to, like I said, it used to be a time where I only watched normal, and then it's uh, normal kind of pretty, what everybody would consider pretty girls. Yeah, yeah. Hot girls, and then I started watching BBW, and uh, and then I remember one time watching a uh, a porn where it was, uh, at the time I didn't I didn't know what it was, but it was a. Uh, it was uh it seemed like a woman but he had, she had uh but she had no she's like a trans a, trans woman she, she had yeah yeah she is a trans woman i was like yeah. wow the first time i saw that i was like wow no didn't but turn then, you on at all no i mm-hmm. i'll i have to say the first uh yeah the first time definitely not but um there would the, later on there was times where I, w- I would watch that because I thought the the girl was hot even though she was uh, yeah it's kind of weird that because I, it, to me and I've yeah. read some things on this that sometimes if, if people watch a lot then their preferences in porn actually start to deviate from the preferences in real life and uh, again. W- the extreme example is pedophilia, but that can become a real problem, you know, illegally and otherwise. Um, so I, I guess I'm trying to scare people with this podcast. Be like, he, you know, he can end really badly, especially if you have an addictive personality. So yeah. I think um, no fap, no fap is a is a great um, movement out there. Yeah, uh, my brother, my brother is uh, super into that. Okay, uh, like, uh, does he talk to you about it? Um, uh, he has before, yeah. Like, I've, I've heard of it. Uh, it's like, a, it's a cool thing. I agree with what they say. I agree with it completely. Um, I What I want to know is, though, like, after your, your like, four-hour, six-hour sessions, how did you feel, like, going out that night? Oh, like, de- destroyed. Like, in what sense of the word did you feel destroyed? Um... Well, I I haven't had that in a long time. Like watching pornography for six hours, thank God. But um, yeah, because um, if you like come, even if you just come once, but the the sheer like I don't know, like uh, the guilt. I guess being coming from a Catholic background, the uh, the guilt also makes it worse than um, and uh, just the sense that. You've lost all the time, the shame, um, the, uh, I don't know, you just feel dirty, uh, 
you know, all the bad stuff. I just uh, don't wish that on people, man. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. I uh, I uh, I wish I never even started watching it. You know, I wish it was like. Uh, I remember I I was I was really a good boy back then when I was before porn at thirteen. Somebody I remember a classmate showed me this um, picture of a naked woman. I was like, I looked away. I was like, nah. Wow. No, thank you. <laughs> no. No sir, no thank you. <laughs> we used to we used to have a friend back in the day. I think I think he's still friends with like. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's not. I don't talk to him that much anymore. I haven't talked to him in years. But like, when we went to his house, like back in like 2000 or 1999, before like the internet was a thing in everybody's household, he had like porn pictures hidden all over his house. Like inside the speaker, he'd go to his backyard where they're doing construction. He'd like pull off the top of the construction thing, like a, a picture of a naked woman. He had pictures like under his mattress, in his pillowcase, everywhere. <laughs> There's like these hidden naked women all over his room. <laughs> wow. It was, it, was, it was trippy to see at the time, you know? Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's one way to get rid of your addiction, just uh, overconsume it. But, but then. Like have pictures everywhere. Like pictures are more innocent. So just, if you have the whole wall of naked women, then maybe you're more desensitized. I don't know. Like uh, maybe at some point you realize, you know, an ass is just an ass, and it just doesn't. Because I think it's it's glamorized in porn. Like um, especially when you're really young and you first watch it, and you just like imprint so heavily on your brain. It's just so bad, man. I, yeah, um, I wish there was some P- P- public service announcement against uh, porn, or but it's hard, man. I think uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, you know how some people become alcoholics. Maybe some people are more meant to be to go into that and then start recovery process because they, it just fucks them up, you know. Yeah, for sure. That's what it is. I mean, I think it, I think porn is in a big way the future. You know, like these kids nowadays, <laughs> what? Like, I think like these kids nowadays, it's like such a thing to them, like such a thing. Like, you know, it was like in our time, it was big because we were like the pioneers of the Internet. But like the people that are born into this, sure. like they think about this, man. Like, like when I was like 13 years old, 15, 14, you know, just seeing like a like a girl in her underwear was like a big deal. It was like huge, you know, like on a magazine, you know, but like nowadays right. these kids like starting at such a fucking young age, probably like, like 11, they just get like, bam, Pornhub, like full on, like whatever the fuck they want, like crazy yeah. shit on there, you know, like crazy yeah. stuff, you know. I remember back in the day I watched, there was this, uh, cause we had cable but um, I remember there was uh, this channel where you had to have some kind of uh, thing to watch a porn channel. Yeah. So it was like all uh, um, it kind of fading and it wasn't, uh, you know, the it was kind of black and white and it was very, I don't know how to describe it uh, in English, but it was just like very murky and you couldn't tell much, but you could, you could tell what it, what it was. But what it was happening. So I I would watch. That was one of my first experiences of watching porn. Was like programs after midnight or 
I think you're watching it through like staticky, fucked up television. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it was it I was fucked, you. man. And but but now, like you said, at age eleven, I'm sure a lot of kids at age eleven or twelve, that's their first experience of like. Uh, what is porn? Or then in school, uh, their uh, schoolmates were like, well, just go on, you know, Pornhub. And then they probably watch it on the phone and then they go home and that's how it starts, sadly. And, uh, yeah. Wow. It's like the next level of the sexual revelation, re- revolution, you know? Is it, it, it? Do you think it's the sexual revolution is good, though? I think it was good back in the day in the, in a more like in a more hands-on kind of manner but like if it's all through the internet and it's not like real experience then like probably not probably not good you know for sure not good it's not even probably not good it's like definitely not good you know like i think we still have to like we have to connect with each other you know person to person and not like person to computer screen you know right i'm the thing is uh, porn also changes your you're um the way you view women so you start viewing them more as sexual objects yeah, and for sure. uh, but then once you start having a relationship with women you realize actually they are just like you just but different gender and it's actually complex emotions and complex everything and it's just you can't it just can't be boiled down to just sex and all that and so it's yeah, of course uh tremendous service to young men so what I recommend is forego on porn and just get a girl. Like I think, uh, I think not masturbating is actually would probably help one get a girl because you'd be more, you know, you'd be more ready, you'd be more willing, it'd be more like, uh, oh, for I need sure, something. <laughs> you'd <laughs> you know? actually, you'd have, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. You know, it's like uh, pornography is like a crutch. You know, it's like just something that uh, it's like. You know, it's 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 like watching a movie of of Indiana Jones going on an adventure rather than going on an adventure yourself, you know? Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. You want to go on an adventure by yourself. Trust me, you don't want to regret your life. I mean, I, I regret wasting some time, in, a lot of time in my 20s, actually. I don't know how you feel about your 20s, but now looking back, I'm like, um, I wish I knew things, things, things I know now. But uh, then again, you can't change the past. So there I am, and uh, I can only change what I do now. And uh, and and yeah, for young people, especially porn, it is not a good thing. And it's gonna <clears throat> you're gonna try, you know, in real relationship. Like like I was like when you're having sex, and you, all of a sudden it seems like. You're trying to draw inspiration from pornography, like what to do, and I don't know. Yeah. Just, just really weird, man. Really weird. Oh God, I I, I definitely <laughs> I, know what you mean. About you never that. tried that, like you, you you were trying something that you, you saw in porn, and then it was like oh yeah, of so course, disappointing. <laughs> but like, like, well. like um, like I. Yeah, I was I was with the girl who was just quite boring and not into anything I was into, so like I was actually thinking about something like a like thinking about a fantasy in my mind to stay hard so I could continue having sex with her. You know? Oh my gosh! That sounds so fucked up, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. Just bad chemistry. 
I call that bad chemistry, you know? <laughs> like, like I, didn't, I didn't really like this person at all, you know? I don't want to say it all, but, like, it wasn't, like, someone that I was very passionate about. So it makes sense on some level that it would be, like, kind of, like, uh, hard to give a fuck about the situation. Yeah. I guess. I think that, I think the more... The more I see the sexual relationships and all that, the more I see the value of like, I think traditional marriage and just like, uh, growing old with somebody and all that. Because, you know what I think, and this is a uh, very metaphysical and kind of out there. But um, once you're having sex with somebody, I think there's a there's a kind of uh, interchange of energies that happens between people. Mm-hmm. I because I'll, I'll tell you what, like I um. I remember last year I was dating this uh, English girl or whatnot, and uh, it it just changed me. Like I noticed um, when I went to, to see some some of my friends, and I noticed that I st- that was acting different. My reactions were different, and I was like, "Hold on, this uh, this is really weird." And but then I realized maybe it's because because of her like he's more like her and that becomes scary i i think um and i realized probably i was probably making a mistake because you always want to be with because this was not a person i wanted to be long term with and it was just kind of like a fling yeah and um but i remembered what somebody told me she was like uh she was like a healer she was what most people would call a woo-woo kind of but she gave me like good advice she was like a uh, woo-woo what's this a woo-woo yeah, you know, woo woo is like uh, somebody that's spiritual, like uh, really out there, and you know, like a wicked, never heard like of a new age person. Never heard of that in my life. Never heard of woo-woo. Okay, never heard it. Yeah. Like I understand who, with the kind of person you're talking about, but yeah. I've never heard it in like, using that that word, woo woo. Scottish, okay. maybe? No, I think it's American. I, I've heard of Americans use like woo woo. Wow. Anyway, it's um. So she told me that uh, this this healer, she told me that um, <clears throat> don't have sex with anybody that you you don't like. There, you, you wouldn't like you wouldn't uh, like you respect them or uh, like you has to be somebody good. If it's not somebody that you kind of respect or a good person, then you know you might. Uh, it's almost like you might pollute your spirit, and that's kind of, of course. It's, it's weird. It's weird, but wow. I think it's true. And, I feel uh, like, so, I feel yeah. like, and this is gonna be very sad to say, but okay. I feel like the majority of the people I've had sex with in my life, I didn't really respect them. Oh, High man. majority, most. <laughs> I think. I, How I horrible think is most, that? Oh I think God. most I, I respected, but some of them I didn't want to be like some of them. But no, that's a small minority. But I was more, with sex, I was more conservative. So I don't know about you, but I was more. Like, I feel like in my life, like the majority of the women that are into me are women that I'm not into, you know? And like the ones that I really ever always wanted, I never got, you know? So I end up with this woman that's like, just like, ah. Uh, like all right, <laughs> wow! It's happened multiple times in my life. Multiple. It's sad. It's fucked up. Sorry, podcast uh, listeners. 
They probably don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> but, but you know what it is. It's um, Unfortunately, it's the animal nature of sex as well. Because yeah. most people... Um, I noticed this when I started going to clubs. Is that there's a, <clears throat> there's a meat market of, uh, a component to sex drives. Which is like... Especially when, you, when people are drunk. Which mm-hmm. is... Girls want to have guys that are tall. That are pretty... You know, girls are just as superficial as guys, and when, especially in a club environment, yeah. and most of them go for the top, you know, ten percent or five percent of looks and whatever heights or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, and, that's what everybody does, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I mean, some people yeah. go for BBWs, but I can tell you, I'm not one of them. Like when I see like a BBW, it's like, uh, like yeah, kind of like looking over her, you know. Maybe I, maybe I'm shallow. I don't know. You know, maybe yeah, I'm part of the problem, <laughs> part, of, <laughs> part of the society's <laughs> problem. You know, but it makes sense, of course. Like, come on, everybody wants like, uh, you know, especially if it's if it's not like a, a real connection and you're getting to know the person. If it's just like on, a, on that quick basis, of course you want someone very attractive. You know, and you don't want to just like. You know, you're not going to be start shooting for, like, the little troll in the corner with the fucking eye on the forehead and one eye on the bottom cheek, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, despite watching quite a bit of BBW, I, I'm usually not attracted to BBW in real life. Um, yeah, it has to be, like, a particular type of look. BBW. That, yeah. Like, you know. There are um, some a larger woman, you know. There are some attractive uh, larger women. Like I could admit, they, they, there are, but it's a very are, specific yeah. type of body. You know, I, 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 I has to be well proportioned. Has to be well proportioned. Exactly, well proportioned, for sure. Cats. Like if you're <laughs> under, if you're like a uh, uh, like if you're a bad proportioned, obese person, like the worst. This is at least the the thing that I that I find the most unattractive. Is when they have like very skinny legs and like a really big upper body. That's the worst. That's the yeah. worst. Like holy. You know shit. what? We are we are <laughs> we are we are objectifying women now, but you know, I'm a, they I know. objectify us all the time with, with height and how much you earn. So it's it's not, not right. about it's not right. <laughs> it's not about men or women. It's not about this. Like you know, everybody gets treated as an individual. I'm I'm objectifying people. You know, <laughs> like what? Like I a like fat it. dude. He's no better. <laughs> he's no. He's no better. You know, like come on. <laughs> like we have to work on ourselves. You know, we all have to work on ourselves and better ourselves. You know, it, it's, it shouldn't uh, be like a man versus woman type of thing going on. I know it's a lot. There's a lot of that. You know, going on these days. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mechtow. Mechtow. Men going their own way. Yes. It's stupid um, shit. Like, you know, like all that, like incel people. Like I, I heard about these people. They're no good. You know, like. Okay. I have a story about that. Ooh, all right. Yeah, let's hear your story. Really interesting let's hear story. Yeah. So my first actual date, I was in, um, I was actually a late bloomer because I must have been 26, right? Yeah. My first actual date. So I go on, I was, um, I was trying my luck on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And I find this uh, ad. She was like um, looking for incels, and I didn't know what that meant. So I, I didn't even know that existed in two thousand. I didn't know that even existed back then. Into yeah, what year was this? this what year? 
You were 26. How um, old were you? It was probably like early 13, 2013, something like that. I didn't even know, I didn't even know that existed until 2013. I, yeah, thought, I thought that so, came out like last year or something. Right. So I uh, look it up and uh, incel was like, wow, really weird words. So I look it up and it's like involuntary c- celibate. So I was like, yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, I'm like, if I had a chance... Yeah, I would. I'd probably have sex. So I was like, "Yeah, it's probably me." So I, I messaged her and I told her that that's what I thought. And uh, uh, post. I think I sent my picture as well because that's you know, of course, the requirement. And um, but she <laughs> in her <laughs> in her message, it was she sent me back that she's a, she's a size eighteen, if you don't mind. So I kind of. I kind of looked it up. It's like you can. Uh, I found out that you can go on what women really look like, kind of dot com or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I figure out size eighteen yeah, it must be like kind of BBW. So I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of what I'm into. So it must be it must be cool. So and this was a black woman as well. So this is this was a, in you know in London. So I yeah. I um, so we meet up and but because it was first date, I was really nervous and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, things were going fine. She was really interested, but um, but I wasn't as interested, and uh, I only met her like twice. And uh, but but it was a good experience. Um, I uh, I got out my some of my first date kind of jitters or whatever, and uh, it was all because of that word insult. And because because I didn't I didn't lie. It was actually I was actually an insult at that time, <laughs> or you know to some extent so um i feel good. like that's a, a very like like that's a very dangerous like a uh, group yeah you know, I, I remember like um i watched uh i watched this uh, these videos with these two black guys uh abba and preach you may have heard of them i don't know yes I, li- I mostly like them so yeah i watched one of their videos and they talked about incel and then I and then there's like a link that like you know they like made fun of him. He was like doing some shit like a stupid motherfucker. So like there's a link to his page. So I'm like yeah I want to see what the what the fuck this guy's about. And now he's like heavy into this shit. Like there's like communities about it on Twitter and like all these sites. And I watched like a couple of his videos. And like at the end of the day, like these are just people that are like lazy motherfuckers who don't know how to who don't know how to like they don't want to better themselves and they're making up all these excuses for their like uh failures kind of you know is that what it is i thought inso just meant involuntary celibate and uh but i guess it comes with an attitude as well they're like oh why why are women not sleeping with me is that what it is but like it, yeah but like it makes sense when you see them like they're wearing like these baggy shorts and it's like yellow sweater, long, like greasy looking hair, like ugly, like mostly like obese and shit. Like, like, of course they're in cell, like, like, cause they're not putting in any effort in, in their lives right. to, to like okay. actually make themselves better. Like go to the fucking gym, you know, buy some new clothes, you know, maybe take a personality class or something. And then you could like, you know, get somewhere. But like people feel like, they, like they're entitled to things and I hate or- entitlement. I hate entitlement. For a man, I think it's it's becoming successful that makes you a lot more attractive. Where a woman is mostly about looks. So be successful. You shouldn't even give a fuck about being successful for other people. You should be successful for yourself. Everybody should want to be successful. You know? 
Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you not um, want to be successful in life? Is there a guy out there who's like, I don't want to be successful? You know? Like, of course. You know? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a dirty game, but you got to play, I guess, you know? If you but, not, but never, yeah, okay. Well, not everybody has the same standards. Like uh, some people are like, oh, I just, I just want to, you know, I have a small house and uh, I want to have a simple job. I want to just play video games at home. I just want to be, want to lead a simple, quiet life, and that's all they need. I'm like, yeah, more power to you if you're happy with that. It just depends. And some people want to work like 80 hours a week and have big cars and you know buy buy the the New York Jets like. Okay, do it. I mean, from the places that I've lived, Tel Aviv, L.A., like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't feel like, a, like it's hard to, like, all right, if you go, like, all right, you're not going to have a quiet life, a quiet little house life in, in a big city like Tel Aviv or L.A. So if you go out to the countryside, go to, like, whatever, get, like, go go out to, like, Delaware or somewhere like you could probably find someone who'd be like completely legit with that lifestyle but like when you're living in a big city like well of course it's gonna be fucking hard to find people that are gonna like give a fuck about that you know like right yeah right maybe yeah I th- I like uh, the idea of countryside girl that would that would be good they're there you know you ever hear farmersonly.com it exists <laughs> you know? no it's like a I, I dating love that site idea. for farmers. I love you know? that idea. Um, yeah, it's I, out there. I, like, do you know how small shitty suburbs there are in the world? Not even in America, just in the world in general. Ton of them. And there's a ton lot. of like slow little suburban people. I met them. I used to live around them. You know. Um, have you heard of? Uh, <laughs> this is a kind of related topic, Tommy. There's a conservative commentator, a female, really successful. But I guess she had some trouble with a man, and she recently came up with a video where she's like slamming all men. She's like, you know, I have to talk about this. There's a pussification of men that's going on. Like men are not really men anymore. And she was just ranting and raving about, you know, how men are not really single and they have girls on the side. Oh man, have you not heard about this? Um. Of her, this who? What's her name? Uh, she's a. Uh, she now works on Fox News, but she used to be. Um, on Blaze. Or have I heard like a, that 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 a point of view in general? Yeah, have you heard that point of view? Let's say. Of course, I've heard that point of view. Of course, I have. What do you think it, of it? Well, on the one hand, like, like it's it's a generalization, I guess. But I feel like that's just like where humanity is right now, right? Like people evolve. Like they weren't like men weren't always like like you know like things don't stay the same. You know, like like the, that image of a man. Like what, what's your image of a man? Like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or like a Sylvester Stallone or something? No, but uh, I guess back in the day, like, men would, like, fix things around the house and, like, do all these things. Like, I've been accusing my family of not knowing how to do things because it's more – because I come from a, you know, a smaller town and and smaller towns tend to be more um, 
socially conservative so that would come more into play whereas you're from LA so you there's a lot less chance that your family would be like well you don't know how to mow the lawn you don't know how to you know uh, you know screw a shelf or you know do something I know how to do all that I used to take okay. theater classes. I know how to build. I know how to use tools. But anyway, like I'm, I'm not definitely not like an expert on any of that shit. But like, I think it just depends on the people. Like, there's a lot of people who do know how to do that stuff, and a lot of people who don't. Um, but like that image of a man wasn't always what a man was either. Like, go back to like the Roman days. That was a very different type of man in Rome. You know, right. And but they also didn't have porn. I think porn makes men less a man or what they could be, because I don't think these men in back in the day, because they didn't have they didn't have Playboy, they didn't have Pornhub, they you know they didn't masturbate as much. So maybe just maybe they had a lot more testosterone than men today, because we just like masturbate too much. I mean that's a theory, but I mean for every like Clark Gable. There was like a Jack Lemon, even back in the 1940s, you know. Right, but even Jack was uh, more of a more of a man's man than a lot of what do you call right. it, Sims today. Do you know what the, I mean? All right, there was all right. There was a, for every like for <laughs> for every Humphrey Bogart, there was a Peter Laurie. Peter Laurie, you can't defend him. You know who Peter Laurie is right. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me look up Peter Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Peter Lorre. Um, um, well, you're going just by his looks, all right? Um, no, I've seen a lot of his. You know, he's like a little like a, like you know, like he is he was, what he looks like. I've seen uh, like you know in movies, you know, like <laughs> like he's like a little bitch. Like I don't like I don't like the word simp. All right, like I don't like this new term. I don't know why it annoys me. <laughs> Yo, it's just like... Okay, let's just call it beta male, okay? I don't like all that beta stuff either. (laughs) Like, I don't care about all that. I don't care about, like, that beta alpha shit. It's That's stupid. That's a waste of time. It's like, um... (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, like, some of those people, they may appear sensitive. But, you know, like, they they have, like, a lot of heart. Like, I... But, like, some people are just little bitches. You know, I met met people... that's it. That's it, right? (laughs) Like, yeah, like, I, that's why I would prefer to say, yo, it's old school, but like, yo, there, I've known guys who really like, they do CrossFit and like, they, you know, they think they're like really, they really try to be manly men. And that's yeah. disgusting if you try. And that's a little, and, and like, a guy ended up being a little bitch, even though he was like, like, yo, like, you know, bigger than me and like, yo, really like, oh, I was in the army. He was a little bitch, you know, well, and there's some people. In what way he was a. Because it, it, uh, are you saying it just depends on your attitude? And maybe he was masturbating a lot. <laughs> uh, nah, <laughs> like like he, it depends on your personality trait traits. It yes. depends on how true you are to yourself. You know, like you you can't give a fuck. You know, that's life. You have to do what you want to do. You know, and you have to be who you want to be. And if like one of these people, like maybe it's a guy who's a little sensitive or whatever. Like you know, if he's just being who he is. And not giving a shit what anybody else thinks, and that's truly who he is. Then that's like a real, that's like a real person, you know. In my opinion, that's like a. But if someone's like I watching agree. their mouth, if someone's watching their mouth, they don't want to offend people, or they they feel like they have to fit into like a certain image, like, th- like even, even if they're one way or another, 
those are both little bitches, you know? Like, right. it doesn't but, matter but if it's like classical. an Arnold Schwarzenegger or like a little, right, right, little right. fucking shrimp guy, you know? I, a, I agree. Attitude has a lot to do with it, not just your yeah. physical appearance. And, and that's, I think that's what would be, that would be a beta male. Um, I don't know if you being from Los Angeles, if you ever heard of uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, but he has this, um, he's like a conservative black commentator and he would, uh, he often terms people beta. Like, they call him his radio show and they're like, Oh, I, I'm concerned about what my wife thinks and all that. And he's like beta. <laughs> like, like I've heard of him, but I don't. I like I, the name is definitely familiar. Like Jesse Peterson. Yeah. Like I know I've heard this name, but I've never heard him. But like I don't like that beta alpha shit either. Like I don't know that annoys me. Like I don't like I don't even know what I am. I don't know. I don't care what I am. You know, like it's just like people just gotta do them. Like they can't worry about what people think. Like life's too short. Like, like fuck everyone. Yeah. You know, there's there's only such a few people in in this life that you should really give a fuck about what they think about you. Like, just such a small few, really. At the end of the day, like nobody's worth to worry. You know. Yeah, that's why uh, getting a really nice girl, nice wife. That's what I recommend, man. That's what I'm trying oh. trying to work myself to, man. Being worthy of a nice wife. Like, when's the last time you heard like, um, uh, like a public service announcement of you know, be be worthy of uh, of a nice wife and vice versa. Like a woman to to be like. Uh, oh, this is uh, by the way, this is a weird 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 place we've ended up talking from porn to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I've never seen a PSA like that in my life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, of course, everybody wants like a nice a nice wife. Or a nice husband or whatever. Everybody wants someone good. You know? There's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there. But like, you know. Eh, like, yo. I guess like, you know, if you're lucky, you're lucky. If you're not, you're going to end up with a crazy motherfucker. You're just going to have to but deal with it. You know? The thing is, if you if you want to get like really hot one, chances are, the, the chances are higher she should be crazy. Like, I don't know if you've seen the Johnny Depp stuff. But like, recently he was uh, apparently beat up by this woman that looks really hot but apparently is batshit crazy and that's what happens like uh, a true story and, and there's a i have a friend of mine he's also from la and he uh he told me he uh, when he was in now he lives in scotland but back when he lived in la he told me he um uh, he was dating like he's an average looking guy but he has an advantage that he's tall but he's told me that he's like he dated women that were like he he was batting for the fences. He said like he he was really like they're really pretty, but he told me they they were all batshit crazy. I think and the woman he found now, interestingly, is I would say I would say a below average looking, but as a as a woman as a character, she's like nine or ten out of ten. So. Because he found out through bitter experience that women that are batshit crazy are just bad for him. Not yeah. worth the headache, you know? I, I don't think all, of course, not all hot women are batshit crazy. Like, not even, like, I wouldn't even say most of them are. Um, I find that, like, really, like, 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 usually, all right. So, like, the world in general is much nicer to, to attractive women attractive yes. men much yes. nicer yeah. so i find that, that like actually attractive people are much nicer than uglier people because the world's so nice to them so they just feel like the world is a better place 
You know, I can tell you, like in, in LA, growing up, all, all all the people that were really mean to me, all the really bitter people were like really like unattractive and really fat. Like they were like the worst. They were the worst. You know, maybe I'm wrong for saying that, but like. Maybe it's just an LA thing because it is a you know, there's a lot of attractive people there. But yeah, I think like if I think it happens to all of us, if you don't have your shit together by a certain age, by a standard that you probably set for yourself in your mind, yeah, then you're gonna yeah. start going batshit crazy as you get older. You know, like when I was 26, I didn't have anything. I, I went through this and I was going crazy. You know, I, I saw like all my friends around me, like, like, you know, their life was like moving. They were getting careers. One of my friends had his own business. And I, I and I would spend like a lot of my 20s just like having a great time, just like traveling and doing whatever right. the fuck I wanted, but had no real plan. And then I started going batshit crazy. I think like, like what you mean by like this, this guy that probably says this about this hot, the hot woman I think maybe yep. like they set a standard for themselves and as they got older, they weren't meeting that standard and, and they were getting, you know, they were getting antsy. They were getting nervous. I have my friend, Natalie, she's like 40 and I, she's like 41 and I'd say she's attractive. You know, she is, but like she, she's like for the past two years, she's been worrying about like, I'm not married. I'm not married. She's British. I don't have any children. I want to have children. Like, like you know, and she's hey, like literally Michael, becoming. This is their chance, Michael. This is their chance. No, like, <laughs> like, 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 literally, she's she's turned into like a very bitter person. Especially living here in Israel, where like you know, the Israeli guys just get with their fucker and dump her, you know, and nobody wants to commit to her because she is getting older. And that's just like a sad fact, you know. Like when you get older, you probably have less of a chance. So she is literally becoming crazy like when yeah. i met her when i met her like seven years ago she was like this bright spiritual person like really cool as fuck but like the past two years man she's been in like a really dark place and i think it's just because she doesn't she hasn't met that personal standard that she set for herself that like maybe all women at 40 should be married or have kids or like you know like she hasn't really gotten to where she wanted to get and um you know she hasn't found true love yet and, yo, she was, like, when she was, like, 26, she was within this very serious relationship. And, like, it was going in that direction. And she split with that guy. So she probably has, like, this regret. But, yeah. like. Made a mistake. Made a mistake. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's understandable. Like, I think there a lot of people find themselves in, like, that situation where they, they set the standard for themselves and the way life should be. And then yeah. they're just not meeting it. Well, and it drives it, it he, could drive you nuts, you know? He, yeah, here's another p, p, uh, public service announcement, especially for women out there, is that uh, if you want to be happy, you you better find a good husband by the age of 35. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot harder. And then, uh, yeah, then the chances of unhappiness, especially if you want that for yourself, like if you don't want that, that's fine. Like you're gonna be happy no matter what. But it sounds like your British fan. She wants to have a relationship, and because because she wants to, and because she she left that guy. Off, what often happens is that mm -hmm. it's hot. It, as woman age is harder and harder to find that guy, that guy again. And that's just a fact of life. So this kind of hooking up culture is not helping. This and, and porn circle to circle back to porn is just destroying the 
I think it is destroying the potential for relationships because some women are into porn as well and they're like, oh, let's just let's just do it like they're doing porn and just you know be yeah. have sex all the time. Well, that's is that real happiness or is that happiness for like twenty minutes and then you you know you go back to your day? I I don't, I, know, man. I don't have all the answers, but I know that like <laughs> like that's the world that we're in. You know, and like, it's not ever going to go back to the way it was. And like, you know, and like, we just have to learn to live in it. You have to learn to live on it. You have to learn to live with it, accept it and do your best in it, you know? And like, you can't focus too much on the past. Is like traditions are dying every day more. And like, it's never going to go back to that life. You know, you have to just like, yeah, it's nice to look back, you know, be a little nostalgia, but like. You know, just bury it and like stick the stick the tombstone in the in the dirt because like that way, that old traditional nineteen fifties way, it's dead. It's not gonna come back. It's dying now. It's still dying every day more. You know, what are you talking about? The marriage and all that. Get get have kids. General like uh like like general like you know traditions and like old school ways like the nineteen fifties. Like I know people like really like uh. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck my mind. It's late at night. You know, it's um, <laughs> they really glorify that that like old school way, and um, you know, it, it was cool for what it was, and 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 and, and, and sometimes it does seem like a nice simple way, but like it's done. Like there's no going back. There's no going back. And, the, and nostalgia and, and like this want for like this past way. It's like a dangerous road to go down. It truly right. is. Well, I think. I'm I'm not saying it's mandatory for people it's what you want to do like you have free choice yeah. freedom of choice and and we live in a a wonderful world despite all the things that are happening uh, like the turbulence politically and the virus thing but but I'm saying like especially if you want a a good relationship I think uh, maybe I should take my advice it's just it's easier to get uh, something stable if you start earlier on um, Yeah I mean, and like it, it, you have to you have to ask yourself what you want, and then you have to go somewhere where you think you that lifestyle fits in. Because like, you know, there's there's big cities, and there's there and you know there's small towns, and like if you're living in a big city, you know it's gonna be hard to find like a, a very like traditional old school type of person to like get with. I'm, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, get, yeah, getting a getting a more traditional uh, person in a big city is harder. Yeah, unless you're religious, maybe you can find there. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if you're religious, like go go to like uh, go to religious things. You can probably find a you'll easily find another religious person. You know. <laughs> how, how old are you, Michael? Can I ask you that? Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. Yeah. Good age. Good age. Why? Why are um, you curious? Why are you asking? I do you want do you want to get married, Michael? Anyway, Matt, this is it. Episode twenty six. Them that and this. We'll talk to you next time. Peace out.